0: This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. I was a heck of a team. You know, it's uh, the guy playing as well as anybody in the, in the country right now, not just our league. I mean, in the country with Garza and then Wieskamp's a load. I mean, he's as versatile as anybody uh, in the Big Ten. And, you know, they've got role players that go out there and, and, and to do exactly what they're supposed to do. So, you know, for us to bounce back against a really good team and get this one was important we have two really tough road games coming up you know every time you step on the floor in this conference it's it's you know it's a monster you got to be ready uh, to go out there and and uh, and again if you don't bring a physicality you're probably not going to win and we're back here on the Husker Line Show. This segment of the Husker Line Show brought to you by Tanner Sports Bar and Grill with locations in Omaha and Lincoln. Get on into Tanner's this weekend. Watch all the NFL playoff action on Saturday and Sunday and all the college basketball action as well as Nebraska will play Saturday afternoon in Evanston, a three thirty game at Northwestern. But, Robin, let's talk about this win over Iowa uh, 76-70, uh, Nebraska was what? Was it a six-and-a-half or seven-and-a-half point spread? Yeah, depending where you look, it was anywhere from six or seven. And, you know, they came in and just shell-shocked Iowa. Uh, Hawkeyes shot four of 33 on three-pointers. They had a double-teaming game plan that worked down low. And, um, you know, Fred Hoiberg now is, is he eight-and-one as
1: a player and a coach against Iowa? All-time, yep. So he's living, five and one as a coach.
0: He's basically living rent free in the heads of Hawkeyes.
1: Oh yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I mean, Fred Hoiberg clearly. I mean, uh, he and McCaffrey started uh, as coaches, head coaches at Iowa and Iowa State, respectively, together the same season. So um, all those wins uh, if, as a coach have come against Fran McCaffrey. So you know, it's kind of a, the first time Nebraska has been on that side of it in one of these rivalries. But uh, yeah, the game plan. It was one of those deals where everything needed to happen. Uh, On both ends of the floor for them to even have a chance. And so defensively, they made it no secret that Luca Garza was not going to beat them. He's Iowa's 6'11, All American center, who was averaging 20 and 10, uh, leading scorer in the Big Ten. Uh, and he didn't score his first basket till 741 in the first half. Didn't even take a shot in the paint until that point. Uh, And that was because every time he got the ball, he was swarmed by two, even three defenders who were all swiping at the ball and just making life miserable for him. Whenever the ball was in his hands. And so he had to pass it out. And, um, here's where the plan really worked. Uh, when you do that, you're essentially picking your poison because Iowa is one of the best three point shooting teams in the big 10. They shoot about 36% as a team from behind the arc, make about eight and a half per game. And when they shoot four of 33 and miss almost 33 point attempts, um, that is as golden of a design as you can possibly draw up. And so it's hard to say that they, you know, shut down Luka Garza. I mean, he had 16 and 18, but, You'll take that when the rest of the team is doing what they did. And, uh, you know, I was shooting that poorly from the perimeter. Uh, and then the other thing that needed to happen was Nebraska actually needed to make shots. The, the previous two games, they shot a, a total of like 33% from the field. Well, they came out and made almost 50% of their shots, hit 10 three-pointers, uh, and, you know, went to the free throw line 26 times. And so, I mean, that is, like I said, every single star that needed to align aligned in that game. And it ended up being uh, one of the the best wins of the season. So what
0: well, I, I think the X factor is Thor, um, you know, and this is a guy we didn't even know could be around this year at one point. And mm-hmm. um, the improvements he's made, the confidence he plays, the way he cuts the basket. Uh, but when he's hitting those quick, quick tr- trigger threes, Cam Mack, when he's hitting that quick three that he t- likes to take and, in the basketball dictionary, those probably aren't great shots, and they're making those shots. Great shots in the Hoiberg system. system. Um, you know, and, and when those go in, it's just a different team.
1: Yeah, and it sounds kind of redundant, but when, when Nebraska makes shots, especially early, they're really good because they are just such a front-runner, emotional team that uh, – they, they talk a little smack. Yeah, they need to start – they need to start well and the last few games they had not started games well offensively and so they jumped out to a 7-0 lead and made shots early and uh, you know had everyone get involved they had five guys scoring double figures uh, and really got contributions out of everyone that saw the floor and so this was as much of a total team effort as you're going to find and yeah Cam Mack and and, and Thor kind of stole the show Nearly both getting double doubles, but you know you got everything. Hanif Cheatham, you know, drops fourteen points. Kevin Cross comes off the bench and scores eleven points. Uh, Ivan, he only scored five points, but the job he did uh, matching up against the best center in all of college basketball in Luca Garza uh, was exceptional. And the fact that he was able to do it without fouling—I mean, he was only called for two fouls in that game—and so uh, it was a like I said, it was all perfection across the board. And then. You add in a guy like Charlie Easley, who I've comes been off driving that bus, man. You have, you have. He's your boy. And he came <laughs> off the bench and played a career high sixteen minutes and he didn't score a point. Or he scored one point on a free throw and he missed all three shots that he took. But you look at the amount of winning plays Charlie Easley made, diving on the ball for loose for on the floor for loose balls, uh getting two steals, uh boxing out guys that are way bigger than him. Those are the types of things that turn losses into victories and uh, without a few of those plays Nebraska might not win that game Uh, and that was the one of the most encouraging things was their ability to not only jump out to an early lead but sustain it even when Iowa came back and took the lead in the second half Nebraska was resilient and they stepped up made clutch plays made clutch shots and they ended up like I said beating a very good Iowa team that is by far their best win of the season
0: and Gervais Green uh, did not play at all He, um, he was told by Fred Hoiberg Right before the game, we're going in a different direction tonight. And I mean, is it as simple as this, Robin, that Fred has said, you know what? Playing Charlie easily, 12 to 16 minutes, I'm going to go with that over Gervais Green because those winning possessions that we get with Charlie, even though he's maybe not scoring a lot of points, do the little things that he brings help the entire team more than what Gervais Green is bringing?
1: Yeah, I don't know how much it's just about Charlie. I think it's the entire team. you know, you hate to just pin it on one guy, but the evidence is there that <laughs> there's, there's a little bit of a track record. They now. play better when there's one less mouth to feed out there. And Gervais Green, he's a volume player. He needs the ball in his hands, and he needs to take a lot of shots, and he needs to be the focal point of the offense to play his brand of basketball. And that's why you know, he was committed to Tim Miles, where he was going to be that James Palmer, Teran Petaway type, where he was going to shoot the ball 20 times a game and put up a lot of points and be the focal point. Well, now Fred Hoiberg takes over, and it's a total team-wide thing where everybody is a scorer, and the offense just seems to bog down when Gervais is out there, uh, and I don't, you know, like, again, I hate, I hate to just single one guy out, but he's missed three games, and Nebraska's 2-1 in those games, and all three of those were their best three games of the season, Indiana, Purdue, and now Iowa, and that was why it was a conscious decision of the staff going into it that... They told Gervais, you know what, we're going to go with the lineup where we played our best two games of the season uh, and just see what happens. Well, they get a, a product like they got against Iowa, where everybody stepped up and everybody was playing with and around each other. Uh, and really just the, the flow was as good as we've seen it offensively. So that's going to be really interesting going forward is what they do with Gervais Green and kind of how that situation works out. Because yes, I mean, you want to do what's best to to give you a chance to win, but You're also potentially opening yourself up for some locker room drama. So Uh, he's a junior, right? Yes, is a junior.
0: And he's already used a red – he's probably – He's out of JUCO,
1: so – He's got a red shirt he can use. Yeah, he could potentially – But, yeah, it seems like he's kind of in a rock and a hard place as well. Yeah, it's tough. And he's a very emotional guy. I mean, he doesn't hide it on the court, off the court, social media, all that stuff. I mean, he wears his heart on his sleeve, and that's why I say – you know that's that's something that they got to be very careful with because you get one guy that suddenly is uh, re- you know, revolting against the the team and his role in it that could cause some problems. So it's not just as easy as take Drouet out of the lineup because you know there's there's some other issues that could come with that.
0: All right, Nebraska Northwestern on Saturday afternoon another variable winnable road game here for the Huskers. As they travel out to Evanston, Robin will have complete coverage of that on Saturday here on HuskerOnline.com. When we come back, Husker Online intern Allie Snow in studio with us, and we'll take her questions in the mailbag. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.